previously on the Mike Knox show. And I have to talk about Forbidden Door because I thought Daniel Bryan versus Okada would be match of the year. But no, I was mistaken. It was Kenny Omega versus Will Offspray. Good. I'm sorry, guys. This match from bell to bell, as they say, was incredible. Tell you about my main event, Jay Uso. What about the man, the myth, the forgotten brother, Jimmy Uso, and how he took place in this match? Uh, Roman, your tribal chief, wanted to smash him, stack him, and pin him. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. Roman screwed Roman. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to The Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio. Simply, we about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready? Let's go! And welcome back, everybody, to the number one show where the show where the pros, icons, and ayatollahs of rock and rollers listen to the Mike Knox Show, guys. Perfect Plex Talk Radio right here on Unpop Review and Unpop Review Entertainment as well. I am your host today and every day, Mike Knox. And indeed, I spell my name with three X's because like Jimmy Uso. I am hardcore people. Well, listen, let's make sure we give some love to behind the stage people who may not get the credit they think they deserve, but I know they deserve it because they here for me 10 years strong. My man 301 King Vaughn Jr. holding me down on the Twitter and all my social media apps, as well as the Unpop Review team holding me down. Today, people, we got a lot to talk about. It's been a lot of wrestling conversation, and we should talk about a lot of wrestling conversation today. So, Let's just talk some wrestling. Today, we're going to have the week in wrestling, if you will, so to speak, okay? We're going to talk the week in professional wrestling. And what does that week consist of? That week consists of 27 years ago, the NWO. Y'all know the NWO. Y'all like the NWO, right? Y'all NWO fans, right? Okay, I thought they were coming out, Vaughn. I thought they were coming out. We're going to talk about, is the NWO the greatest faction in wrestling history? Now, we talk all the time about how the bloodline is the greatest storyline in wrestling history. But what if the NWO fit as far as factions are concerned? 27 years, I'm going to take you down a little, a little miniature pathway of, of their destruction, if you want to speak through WCW, and find out where they rank at. Also, it's been 35 years since Shawn Michaels, HBK, Shawn Michaels, if you will, daddy, debut, I'm going to give you, which we're going to rehash a little bit, my top five Shawn Michaels matches of all time. Also, do ratings still matter? 
Like, I mean, like they come out with ratings every week. The Facebook groups we're all a part of all complaining, bitch. Ratings don't matter. Yes, they do. That's all that matters. They you know we, we got DVR now and streaming. What ratings don't matter, but ratings do matter. They post them every week for a reason. Even streaming ratings matter. So do ratings matter to you? Which really shouldn't matter to you because if ratings matter in the scheme of making money, your opinion kind of fucks. Also, if we're going to celebrate Shawn Michaels 35, we got to celebrate Edge's 25. And that's 25 year, years of Edge. The rated R superstar Edge. Top five matches from me, Mike Knox. That's who. I don't know what's worse, the CM Punk chants or when you're constantly singing Seth Rollins. I, I don't know which one's worse. I, I can't take them both. CM if I could be serious for a moment. That's all, that's all I want to do is I'm going to be serious for a moment here. Jesus Christ. Okay. Just hijack the whole damn show, why don't you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, people. Crowds be trying to hijack shit. We're going to talk about the week in wrestling. And we're going to start off with the week in wrestling right here, right now. We're going to talk about that guy right there on the screen, Seth Rollins. Last week, a week ago today, because that would be last week in the Raw ratings, uh, Cody Rhodes got his ass whooped by Brock Lesnar. I mean, that's just what it is, right? Brock Lesnar came back, told you how he felt, told you how, you know, what he feels and what he thinks about Cody. And his little and your little dog too, and then um you know maybe SummerSlam match coming between him and Cody. It should be some kind of simulation, right? This would be the third fall. We're looking for Hell in a Cell, Last Man Standing, Falls Count Anywhere, you know, Dog Collar match. I don't know what they're gonna do, but something's gonna happen. Also, the Judgment Day told Seth Rollins. I'm sorry, I, I apologize. So please don't start to hijack the show again. I definitely apologize. The Judgment Day told Seth freaking Rollins. To watch his damn back. There they go. <sighs> okay, thank you. You read that guy. Thank you. So Judgment Tay told Seth Rollins to watch his freaking back. Shayna Baszler uh, comes to blows with my girl Ronda Rowdy Rousey. Like, why do y'all hate Ronda Rousey so much? And by the way, hashtag death to dirt sheets. She did not say, I'm going back to MMA because my WWE. Listen, people. Listen, I'm sorry. When someone posts ratings from a dirt sheet, that's accurate. When someone poses, someone got hurt. And to be out of action for a while, that's something per pertinent. That's real. But when someone posts, this person said this or this person said that, I think you should watch yourself. Because they're going to turn out to be liars. And we don't like liars. You are a hot dog, a grandstand, or a showboat, and a prima donna. But you're a liar, too. And that's the dirt sheets. They be lying. Why you always lying? So I'm just saying. Y'all be lying your asses off. But I'll go back. Thank you. I didn't like that. Okay? I don't understand why Shayna Baszler had to go against my girl, Ronda Rousey. Fuck that, Shayna. I love you too much. This, per this broke my heart. Like the bloodline breaking up. 
right? Everybody like, oh, I'm going for Jay. Oh, let's go Usos. Oh, the tribal chief was right. The tribal chief was right. Oh, Solo's going to be the next big guy. No. All that shit breaks my heart. Shayna and Ronda breaking up. It's heartbreaking. It's breaking my heart. Ache it, break it. We, well, no, I'll play that bullshit because then all of a sudden we're going to have like executive consultant come out of the woodworks and start playing that bullshit. Okay. Also, Seth freaking Rollins defeats Dominic Mysterio by his qualification. And why was that? Because Finn Balor, who lost the night or oh, the weekend before on the PLE of Money in the Bank, because Damian Priest wanted to get his nose involved in people's business. That's what happened. So that was Raw last week. Comment below. Let us know what you think about it. Also, in the week in wrestling, AEW last week, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, I seen a poster that said AEW uh, has done a good job since Money in the Bank. That even before that, Money in the Bank has dominated and WB has dominated. Let's just say this, right? Because we're going to talk about later in the day, in the show today, do ratings matter? Yes, ratings matter. What's going on, Jeffrey? Yes, ratings matter. But... But sometimes people are just more known than others, right? People, people are just more known than others, right? So for what it's worth, AEW hasn't had a bad show in a while. What's going on, Candy? That's what's up. Congratulations. Tell them, make sure you keep his chin tucked. The most important thing right there. Uh, Logan Paul is coming to Raw tonight. That's also good. We're talking about that after the end of the show. But... AEW last night I thought was great. Listen, first of all, Dynamite was fantastic as far as uh, these two guys right here. Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and MJF. Listen, MJF is the biggest, like, it's like no one seeing punks coming back whenever AEW go to Chicago. You already know he's going to turn. You're watching it, and you're just like, dude, no one's falling for your act. No one's sitting here going like, oh, he did the birthday thing. Yeah, it's cool. It's entertaining. It's, it's really entertaining because guess what, AEW fans? Hashtag wrestling is storyline. It's all sports entertainment. Even AEW, okay? It's that simple, all right? You can eat the burger. Listen. Well, well, oh my God, they didn't wrestle during this segment, but I bet you guys all popped for it, but they didn't wrestle, but I bet you guys all popped for it, but they didn't wrestle, but I bet you all popped for it. Just saying, okay? Also, we got Collision. The game was the Owen Hart Foundation semifinals as Ricky Starks take on former partner of uh, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs at a good match until... QT, like, why do they keep trying to get this guy QT over? It don't, it's it just, I, I don't get why they just keep trying to get QT over. It, it just doesn't do it. But the main event, and to me, I am, I'm listening, people. AEW to me, uh, Collision, that is, I'm liking Collision a lot more than I'm liking um, Dynamite. It's just something about Collision that just seems big time. It just seems big time. Like when I watch it, I'm just like, ooh, this just feels like a better show. Did anybody else feel that way? Comment below. Let me know. I, 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 I really feel that way every single time I watch it. I'm just like, damn, this is just a. I thought that was going to have like, you know, we'll keep some guys over here, you know, like a brand split without saying it's a brand split. But they won't, they won't do that. But that's what I thought they were going with. And I, and I absolutely. 
thought it was a good thing. I, I'm, I, I'm loving what they're doing on Collision. It just seems to just come off as a better show. It just, it just, it just seems to come off as a better show to me. And I, and I, I seem to, for my take, I'm liking Collision a lot better than I'm liking Dynamite. I, 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 I don't know what to say. I mean, don't, don't, please don't shoot the messenger. I just like it better. I, I just do. I just like it a whole lot better. It just, it comes off better. It feels like it's more believable to me. I don't know. I enjoy it more. So don't get on me. Get off my back. Don't smoke no crack. Okay. Also, the weekend wrestling before we take our first commercial break. Smackdown. Oh, the tribal court was in session. And your tribal chief had had enough. He had enough. Enough is enough. And that's all I can stand. And I can't stand no more. Is what your tribal chief had to say. He wasn't happy, y'all. I'm just saying, he was not happy with what was going on. I'm going to bring that up in the big screen. Thank you. Thank you. Now, move to the other part. Okay, thank you. Uh, the Usos tried reasoning with your aunt, with WWE Peter Champion, Roman Reigns, but just when they seemed that Reigns saw the error of his ways, which, by the way, this was the most hill thing, besides muffing his cousins in the face, or mushing his cousins in the face, that he ever did. He dropped to one knee, and he gave him a nut shot. I thought it was great. I love that from your tribal chief. Um, also, United States champion Austin Theory, to me, the future of WWE, him and Grayson Waller, uh, defeat Sheamus in a match I thought was good. AJ Styles beats Karrion Cross, which I didn't understand at all. I did not like the fact that Karrion Cross lost this match. You can't explain to me how this makes any fucking sense that Karrion Cross loses this match. It, it doesn't make any sense. Everything he did, first of all, they cut it short. Because the Uso segment, the Bloodline segment, went way too long, right? Not for my take, but probably for their sake, because a lot of stuff started getting cut. You could just tell how fast it was going. It's like a four-minute match, okay? Nah, he deserved more than that in that four-minute match. Edge defeats Grayson Waller after the uh, disrespect coming from the um, from, um, from Grayson Waller on the Waller effect. Edge had to teach him a lesson. He beats Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller's first match on SmackDowns against a Hall of Famer, this guy has Superstar written all over him, and the company knows it. Also, Jey Uso returns later in the night with a still chair in hand, demanding payback from Roman Reigns for what he did to his brother Jimmy, the unsung hero. So if I, if, if, if Jey Uso's winning the Oscar, then Jimmy Uso is definitely winning the Emmy. How about that? Y'all gonna stop disrespecting Jimmy Uso, okay? We're gonna call him main event Jay. We're gonna call him... Flamaine Mignon's husband, Jimmy Uso. Let me think about that for one second. Main event J or Flamaine Mignon. I'm picking me some steak, y'all, medium rare, okay? Give me uh, Jimmy Uso for the win, okay? So that was your week in wrestling, guys. We're going to take our first break today. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk the N, the W, and the O. Where do they rank as the greatest factions in wrestling history? We'll be right back, y'all. Check out a show we got tonight. You'll like Raw, but sometimes Raw can get boring because the commentary team a little lack. At 10 o'clock tonight, tune in to the Wrestling Podcast. Oh, my God. Orange Cassidy. Jesus Christ. This guy. Stop. Stop with this guy. Chris, do not defend this man. 
Orange Cassidy might be the best champion in wrestling right now. You gotta be stopping. What? Uh, next what? to Roman Reigns, or after Roman Reigns, and still arguable, because Roman Reigns hasn't defended that title since WrestleMania. I think that's a little too much. But Orange Cassidy might be the best champion in any company in wrestling after Roman Reigns, in my opinion. I really am a fan of his championship run. You're trying to box me into putting over Gunther right now. Like this is what this is why you're setting me up. I think it was Cassidy's How, Chris? How? Why? Because oh, he, he oh the guy went through a bunch of matches with who, Chris? With who? A bunch of nobodies? Name me, name, me, name me the gauntlet that he's gone through. Go ahead, Chris. He's had great. Thank you. <laughs> who who is Orange Cassidy put over? Go ahead. Tell me. He doesn't have to put him over. He just has to have great matches, and he did. So okay, name name five of them. Go ahead. Name me the five best matches of Orange Cassidy's run as AEW inter internet. What is it called? International inter inter. Nobody gives a fuck. Championship. Go ahead. Don't Google search that shit, Chris. I know what you're. I to. haven't Google searched yet. It's going to happen though. But I haven't Google searched yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey checking in saying a lot of people are liking Collision more than Dynamite. Well, I'm just a C and Punk fan. So for me, it's pretty easy. Loving uh, Stephanie versus the Breeze shirt. Thank you, sir. I can't lie. I love that storyline back then. Yes, it was very good. Jeffrey checking back in. The overall show feels different with a new setup. It absolutely does. King Vaughn Jr. backstage holding us down. Grissom Waller is what Austin 3 pretends to be. Wow. I, pretends to be? What exactly is that? By the way, what does Austin Theory pretend to be? Just curious. Uh, uh, even Michael Cole said in an interview that the bloodline should be uh, should win big awards. Michael Cole's supposed to say that. He gets paid. Okay. But let's talk about the NWO, people. Do you like the NWO? I like the NWO. So let's talk about the NWO. <laughs> I love that intro. All right, first of all, let's just start right there, okay? The NWO's intro, HH intro, shout out to Jimi Hendrix, underrated intros of all time, okay? Listen, I know, I listen, y'all see it right there, right? Vaughn, I could not do a show and talk about the NWO, like we do our top fives, right? WrestleMania, those I got to put HH in there. I can't erase him from history. Although in the black contingent of fans, we don't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? However, he's still a big part of history. You know what I'm saying? So you got to involve him in there. So you could not have the NWO without having Hollywood Hogan. For today and today only, I will say his name. But you will not see his face on my, on my network. Oh, no, 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 no. On the Mike Knox show. The Perfect Plex Talk Radio, around the blocks of Mike Knox, you will not see Hollywood Hogan's face. Oh, no. Fuck that. I got to have some kind of decorum up in here because in case you motherfuckers be forgetting, because I know y'all be, be fucking forgetting this shit. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. Just in case you forgot. So the N-W-O. Oh, see, when I was growing up watching the NWO, we were like, oh, too sweet. 
Woo! We need to know, oh, scissor me, daddy. I'm not telling a grown-ass heterosexual man to scissor me. That's all I'm saying, okay? But, man, it started off with Scott Hall, Razor, Ramon. We're talking about 27 years ago, people. Like, when the NWO, when you first saw Scott Hall at ringside, hopped the railings, Back then, we didn't have no fucking hashtag depth of dirt sheets. None of that shit existed. You really thought this was real. You thought this was a real invasion from WWE to WCW. Especially when weeks came by and he said, oh, the big guy. And he brings in Kevin Nash. And then just, Jesus, man, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Hell, listen, I've interviewed the man. Go to... um. Please. And again, I suppose say this in the beginning of every show. I'm just not used to saying this. I've been on radio for so long and I apologize. Please like, follow and subscribe um, to the program, please. Um, it is important. We, we like I, I tell you about all the time. You you can easily go out there and get a TV dinner and all that kind of stuff. People you don't know, you share their shit. You watch me every week. You watch Unpop Review every week. Share, like and subscribe. Please comment below. Let us know also how you guys are feeling in your comments below. And absolutely, Russell Scott. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did. I, 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 for today and today only, I'm going to say Hollywood Hogan. Hey, Julian, the big guy. I know how much you love the NWO. That's your clicks name. Make sure you guys go check out the Watchers podcast. Um, I've known these guys for a few years. Um, wish we could still talk as much. We used to talk. We don't talk as much. Shout out to Big D and his podcast as well that he has. How I met that's how I met the NWO Wolfpack of, of Delaware. He's a good few witness there. When I say this, Delaware invented the, the song. John Cena sucks. Came from there. Came from his guys are up with us right here. But yeah, man, that's, I, I got. I got. It got to be what it is. What do you say about Chris Waller? Chris is everything. Which, oh, you, you didn't let me know yet. Okay, you didn't let me know. Okay, but yeah, once the big guy came in, that was it. That was it. And then. Right here, guys. This is technically where they count, right? The 27 years ago moment. This is the moment they actually count when that happened because it was the leg drop heard around the world and it formed. And all you heard, all you heard loud, throwing stuff in the ring. That fans was mad as shiznizzle. And I tell everybody all the time, listen, I will say this. Don't boo me. Boo Hulk Hogan. Okay? No, 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 stop it. Thank you. I think, I, I know we got Cena. I know you got Sting, who's never turned heel. Cena started off as a heel, will face, then heel, that got him popular to face. But for what it's worth, Hollywood Hogan is the greatest face to me, in my opinion, as you listen to the Mike Knox show. He's the greatest face, and he's the greatest heel in professional wrestling history. The way he transcended wrestling, okay? The way he transcended wrestling is insane. There, there, there are what happens with Cena, what happens with Charlotte Flair? Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler. 
Tell me when I'm telling lies. What Hollywood Hogan was, was that once in a lifetime generation of a star. And we didn't get that again until, honestly, until Cena. I mean, you can say Austin, right, being popularity-wise, but he wasn't a face. He was a heel who turned tweener. But the ultimate face, I mean, this guy had cereal boxes, cartoons, uh, Saturday morning cartoons, okay? Uh, extra quiet exercise equipment, which I talk about all the time, the blue stuff, the city of prison. There was nobody bigger in the 80s other than MTV. But let me rephrase that. There was MTV, there's Hulk Hogan, there's Max Hedrum. Hollywood Hogan, Hulk Hogan then was that big. So when he turned heel in this moment, biggest face and the biggest heel in professional wrestling of all time, in my opinion. And all hell broke loose with the NWO, right? I mean, they just started adding member after member. You, you remember these, these early days of adding, um, you know, when he rest in peace, Robert, you know, uh, Rick Rude. Bischoff, no one knew what he was doing. He was behind the whole scenes of the storyline, bringing over Conan and Buff Bagwell. They just keep adding wrestler after wrestler. They're shitting on Sting. They're, they're backstage. Listen, Universal Studios, I knew nothing else. But when they threw Rey Mysterio into the trailer like a dartboard, the only thing in two things to me, to me, matter in wrestling history. There's, as far as like crazy shit, right? That's a lie, three. Crazy shit. There's was, when I talked about with Chelly Blanchard, when the four horsemen attacked Dusty Rhodes outside and broke his arm. That looked real. That was crazy to me. Then came this moment next. That's 15 years later, okay? Then you give me, I don't know, Brock Lesnar throwing Zach Gowan down the stairs with one leg, and then the big show on a gurney throwing the same wrestler, Ray Mysterio Jr., uh, on the side of the, the post of the ringside, like a baseball bat, he's falling on, can't breathe. These are the greatest moments. NWO right now is running rough shot of everybody, and the popularity of the NWO was ridiculous. We're talking about Dennis Rock. Just think about the matches, Hog Wild. Hog Wild in Sturgis, North Dakota, wouldn't accept me being there. I'm being honest. Blacks could not go to Sturgis. This is a biker's rally. You would have been murdered by the sons of anarchy and the Mayans. I'm just saying, the Mayans couldn't have showed up there, okay? Jeffrey Chandler, this was when the police showed up. Listen, it was amazing. Sturgis, South, I thought it was North Dakota. Okay, thanks for fixing me, Jason. I appreciate that. That's, listen, man, where my glasses at? Shit, you know my ass. Oh, they ain't even in here. That's, that's why I got you guys. I'm the million dollar host. You're the million dollar audience. And together, 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 we tag in and out. To form the million dollar connection. Bring it in, baby. Bring it in. Okay. So I appreciate you that. But I thought it was North Dakota, but I appreciate whatever is wrong. W was bringing up and Conan to join the LWO. Huh? W was bringing. Oh, well, I hear that to be true, but you know what I say? Death to dirt sheets. Okay. Uh, Ray got launched like a dartboard. <laughs> let's, go, let's, go, let's go back to it. <laughs> I wish I could play the video. Okay. They won't let me play the video, but I wish. I can play the video because the NWO was <laughs> nasty. They were just nasty. A uh, biggest hill turn ever. That's what I'm saying. The question I ask you, Phil, comment below. Let me know, brother, how you feel.
Is Hollywood Hogan the biggest face and the biggest heel ever? You said biggest heel turn, biggest heel turn ever. I agree with that. But is he the biggest heel ever because he was so much of a face the way he was? To me, as far as I can remember, now you know, listen, Jason Michael Campbell will correct me. Okay, Derek Mitchell, if he's listening, will correct me. You historians out there, executive consultant, if he's watching, will correct me because you're a historian. That was the first time them motherfuckers threw trash in a fucking ring, as far as I can remember. That's all I'm saying. Um, Hulk Hogan actually missed the, uh, missed the call for the grill, and George Foreman got it. Really? That's, that's fucked up. Okay. Um, we'll say, Vaughn said, MTV, Hulk Hogan, Michael Jackson, Prince, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Biggest names in the 80s. Robocop. I'm going to throw Robocop out there. All right? I'm going to throw Robocop. You got to throw Robocop out there. That's all I'm saying. You forgot. Where's the lie? I'm sorry. Did you not hear what the hell I had to say, Jeffrey? I'm going to just say it again. For those who do not know or do not understand. Okay? Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler! I'm all Tell me when I'm telling lies. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> I hurt my throat. <laughs> but, I mean, think about the popularity they became, right? It's amazing that I still don't have an NWO shirt. Why, if you're listening, people out there love, send me an, an NWO shirt. Never got one. I should get one. But their popularity was crazy. And Hulk Hogan wins the title. Um, he spray paints the belt. You can see the belt right here, um, over my left shoulder. That probably your right on your screen. Okay. Uh, true story. One of my favorite stories of all time. Okay. Too sweet is I seen Kevin Nash. Um, I'm on a trip having to have my belts before belt, you know, belt Kings became a thing or belt squad. Everybody was going to call yourselves to collect belts out there. Do your thing. I was, I had belts. And I seen him, ran across me to a 7-Eleven, and Kevin Nash spray-painted my belt. My favorite wrestling story. Next to my friend saying when I first saw Shawn Michaels. King Vaughn, don't pop your face on the screen when I say this, but I seen Shawn Michaels. I was like, ah, 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 and I was like, oh, look, I got your name tattooed right here. And my man said, don't you ever say no shit like that again. But, you know, I, 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 was, I was marking out. Okay, <laughs> shout out to the Wrestling Marks of Excellence. Dr. D, the Blurred Con just went down this weekend. His, um... The, the, the panel that he had there was ridiculous. Make sure I check out all his content as well. But Hogan wins the title. Meanwhile, this guy's in the rafters. We all made fun of it in a sense because we're like, oh, that's the crow gimmick. He's imitating the crow. The crow was pretty fucking good. And so was this guy. And so was Sting's gimmick of this. Sting, this. Now, I always tell people this. If you haven't listened, it's your first time listening to the Mike Knox Show. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share as well. Comment below. Let us know. Make sure you follow Unpopular Review as well. I'm a, I'm a surfer sting guy. <laughs> I, I just am, Bon. Don't laugh at me. I'm a surfer sting guy. I, I just like that. Ow! I just like that era of sting. It was different to me back then. So I didn't really love this thing, but I respect the fuck out of this thing. This man was dropping from rafters, picking motherfuckers up from the rafters, coming out with baseball bats. They had the fake Sting. Sting was like, nah, enough's enough, motherfucker. It's me and you, and I'm going to win this title. I'm going to win this title. And then what happened? They finally gave Sting the belt. I mean, NWO's like, the bloodline storyline 
has been going on for about three and a half years, almost four years. How long did the NWO storyline go on? About just as long, right? And their storyline's different, right? Because as fans, we thought it was WWE, WWF at the time, invading WCW. What's this? Then we found out that it wasn't that way. It was like an invasion within an invasion. You're watching what WCW became, well, WCW slash NWO presents pay-per-views. It was crazy. And I think it just went too far. And like, again, look, go back to this. Right? He goes staying anti-NWO, not liking the establishment, not liking what's happening. Joins the NWO? Turn them red and... This was fucking horrible to me. I'm sorry, fans. I know you guys like that shit. When you were like, oh my God, the red and black NWO, that's my favorite NWO. no more. That wasn't even a theme song no more. I was booing that shit. Boo that shit. Where's my booing at? Boo it. Fine, don't boo it. I hated it. I hated the red and black NWO. I hated it. They, they spray painted the belt red and black. You had the finger poker doom that debuted. It, 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 it just became way too much. It just became way too much. And it all comes to an end. Bischoff gets fired. They bring in, you know, former WB writer. And we know what happened to the NWO at that point. Next thing you know, we see them at No Way Out at WWE. And now I ask the question. I'm going to take a break, but I ask the question. I remember, look, think about their commercials. The following announcement has been paid for by the NWO. Damn, they were really, really good. I gave you a little synopsis of what they are and what they did. But where do you rank them? You have the Four Horsemen. You have the Von Erichs. You have the Freebirds. You have the Varsity Club, which is personally one of my favorite factions. I'm saying my, the best faction, one of my favorite factions people forget about. Money, Inc. never gets credit. The Heenan family never gets credit. The bloodline is what's there now. I know some people say, well, you got the New Day. Who is, what is to you the greatest wrestling faction of all time? When I answer that question, when we come back to this, I have to give you guys the week in wrestling brought to you by King Bonjean. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, the following announcement, the week in wrestling has been paid for by the NWO. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E S T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N W O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Hello there, everyone. This is King Vaughn Jr. of the Victorious Ones Podcast. I'm here in Perfect Flex Talk Radio. I'm here to give you your week in, your week in wrestling history. On July 10th, 1987, the Ultimate Warrior, then known as the, as the Dingo Warrior, made his w, WWF television debut and with a win over Frenchie Martin at WWF Wrestling Challenge taping. On, on, a, on the same day in 1988, Jim Crockett, Jim Crockett Promotions presented presents the Great American Bash. Um, you know, of course, the very first Great American Bash in 1988. And, and of, course, of course, this was the night that Ric Flair defended the, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Lex Luger. In a match that was considered that was considered a highly controversial finish. 
And so, um, you know, so, 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 of course, so, of course, you know, so, of course, that, that's what it was most known for. Um, on July 11th, July 11th, 2005, in one of the most memorable Raw segments of all time, you know, in history, recently released Matt Hardy, made a surprise return to, to, return to Raw to attack Edge. And of course, Hardy had, had already been released from, from WWE after WrestleMania. And so this is, you know, of course, this is when, you know, all the, you know, the backstage personal life, all the type of stuff happened. This is what spawned uh, the radar superstar edge character. And of course, you know, we all know the rest of history. And so it's the love tri- triangle between Edge, Matt Hardy, and Lita. Of course, on the same day in, in July 11, 2000, 2013, WWE opened this much, much lauded WWE, WWE performance performance in Orlando. So this is so on this on this day in 2013, that's when WWE launched the Performance Center. On July 12, 1986, the uh, wrestling legend Bruno San Martino wrestled his final match in Madison Square Garden in an arena synonymous with his name. And, of, co- of course, the match saw, saw, saw itself where Bruno teamed up with Tio Santana to defeat Macho Man Randy Savage and Adrian Adonis in a steel cage match. On that same day in 1992, the Great American Bash took place in the Great Civic Center in Albany. And, of course, the big talking point was the Invader defeated Sting to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. On July 13, 2017, WWE taped the first matches of their inaugural All-Women May Young Classic Tournament at Full Sail University in, in Orlando. On this, of course, on July 14, 1986, WWE held their second-ever King of the Ring tournament in a non-televised show. And, of course, and of course, the, of course the, winner, the winner was Harley Race um, as he defeated Pedro, Pedro Morales in the finals. And, of course, as far as birthdays on this week, July 9th, Kevin Nash turned 64. On July 10th, Bobo Brazil would have turned would have turned 99. Of course, on July 11th, Big Swole turns 34. On July 12th, Brock Lesnar ter- turns 46. Sami Zayn turns 39. On July 13th, X-Pac turns 51. On July 14th, Bubba Ray Dudley turns 52. And Jeff Jarrett turns 56. That's your week, rest- week in wrestling history. Mike Knox, back to you. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. And I guess Gable said, oh, the match is over. Let me flame people. One dude, I don't know who this dude was. He just looked at his memory, kept touching it, and Gable was like, I'm sorry, I got to throw this spot in. I got to throw this spot in, right? I'm sorry, let me throw this in real quick. I thought it was hilarious because um, Eddie just got thrown, and he, and he almost landed on his neck. Thank God he didn't land on his neck, right? Uh, but you see Gable with the metal, like, he keeps doing this. He keeps doing this with the metal. And Booker T said, what the hell is that going to do? Chris White, what is that going to do? That's not going to heal him, Gable. We don't know. No, I do because someone flinged the metal at me, and all I had was a bruise. So, no, it doesn't heal you. Oh, I'm not on camera. My bad. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox, the Mike Knox Show right here on Perfectplex Talk Radio. Listen, guys, I asked a question before the break. Is the NWO the greatest faction of all time? Now, we've had these shows before. We've had these talks before. I heard one response say they couldn't because of how it ended, right? That's a very good thing. It did not end very well, right? You think about the start of this thing. Hogan with the leg drop, the big guy showing up, this being real with, with Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, or Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, uh, being at ringside, popping out, being real. 
you know, this is the NWO professional wrestling Hollywood Hogan proclaims that it was just insane. The stuff they did outside uh, with Ray Mysterio, but a lot of people go against that. The same people say the original Horseman. Shout out to Todd oh eight six four. Um, the warrior. Uh, the warrior is a, a dingo. The warrior. Uh, okay. Um, six gets fired and ends up joining the arena section in WWE. We know that. Some people say DX. A lot of people say DX. A lot of people say Four Horsemen. As anything when it comes to wrestling, it's a matter of opinion, right? So, Red and Black was terrible. It got too big for Eric Bischoff. Absolutely. What's going on? Fire and Ice Podcast. Make you guys check it out. Man, you talking about that, that gritty, that, you know, that real shit where Barbara, listen, I call this where Barbershop Talk meets radio, right? Because I just talk a different way than what other people talk. So, is this a barbershop? Is this a barbershop? Yes, it's a barbershop. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we can't talk straight in the barbershop. Then where can we talk straight? We can't talk straight nowhere else. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. That's yeah, all right. I got to tell Rosa Park It ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody yeah. exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Make sure you guys check out Fire and Ice podcast. I, I'm a big fan of that podcast. Also, um, Unpop Review Entertainment is also in full effect. We're doing Indiana Jones. We're finishing up tomorrow night with the uh, the Crystal Skull, I believe it's called, with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Followed by the new one that just came out a couple weeks ago, which, by the way, is bad as people say it flopped. It's the number one movie in the world. Then we're doing Simp Month, right? Anybody know what Simp is? It's a fool. It's a guy who falls in love with a girl. All those things are taking place. And we got, oh, somebody says the new day. King Bonson says the new day. And my pick is this Thursday, one of my favorite movies of all time. Trade. Consider The Vamp, The Champ, The Tramp. And now the most perfect casting of all, Steve Martin, The Jerk. It was never easy for me. I was born a poor black child. Meet Naven Johnson. He's poor. You mean I'm gonna stay this color? And he's eager. This is the kind of music that tells me to go out there and be somebody. But Naven. Let him go. He may not be perfect, but he's the only jerk we've got. Steve Martin, the jerk. Yellow. I absolutely love that movie. So check that out this weekend, uh, this Thursday, actually, at 8 at 8.30, because this Thursday we're bringing you another top five. And speaking of top five, like I said, comment below. Let me guys know what is your favorite faction of all time. Where do you, matter of fact, give me who, where do you rank the NBA? One, two, three, or four. There you go. They got to be on the Mount Rushmore, right? You got to have Horseman, DX, NWO, The Bloodline? Is that the top four faction in wrestling history? Has the bloodline surpassed the New Day? Have the bloodline surpassed the Nation of Domination? <laughs> Wherever you figure. But I think the top four faction of all time, no particular order, NWO, DX, Four Horsemen, Bloodline. That's what I'm going with. 35 years ago, Shawn Michaels debuted in wrestling. One without the other isn't any good. Oh, oh, I knew he was going to do that. Moments like that. Have the insights to do it. Moments like that. Yeah. Has to make you a fan. At least I'm a fan. So, Shawn Michaels' top five matches to me. Now, you can go back and watch this on Unpop Review 
wrestling page. We did our top five. Myself, King Vaughn Jr. Also had it on my page, the Mike Knox Show. Go back there, like, follow, or like, comment, and subscribe to that, and share that as well. But here you go, a little impromptu. My top five Shawn Michael matches of all time. My favorite one of all time, WrestleMania 25, Heaven versus Hell. My second is the Survivor Series 1992. Never gets spoken about with Shawn Michaels. Fooey for those who were forgetting that match. Um, WrestleMania 21, him and Kurt Angle tore the house down. Number four. 1996, him and Owen Hart. Classic. No one ever talks about this match. This match is fucking amazing. Go watch it. And, of course, my fifth favorite match of all time, Monday Night Raw 2005. Sheldon Benjamin versus Shawn Michaels, arguably, all we got to say that because this is my opinion versus my opinion, so arguably one of the greatest sweet chimneys of all time. And I got some, you know, uh, as, as they're going to consult them here say, well, what's, you got some honorable mentions, you got some, yeah, you got to have, because uh, making a list is hard, fucking hard, right? So you got to take something with the good. J uh, July 21, 1992, Wrestling Challenge, never take first ever ladder match, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Fucking amazing. And then when I thought Shawn Michaels was dead in the water and never coming back, SummerSlam 2002, Shawn Michaels, absolutely phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. I never thought he was coming back. And also, we're talking about Edge 25 years later. Number five top best Edge match, um, the uh, Terry Reynolds Invitational Tournament, the Hardys versus Christian and Edge. Fucking phenomenal. Put tag team wrestling back on the map for WWE. WWE had forgot about tag teams. It wasn't a scene where the division was getting sloppy. They put it back on the map. So because of that, my favorite WrestleMania, well, I won't say my favorite, but one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time, WrestleMania 2000, TLC, um, Edge and Christian winning their first WWE titles at this point um, and on becoming Hall of Famers. Edge, Christian, Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys, fucking phenomenal. Then we had my third favorite match, and I picked this match. I don't care what you guys say. Pandemic era, Thunderdome era, not, you know, predetermined, you know, uh, pre-taped or not. This greatest wrestling match of all time for me. Remember, when you make your list, you make your list. When I make my list, it's for me. So what may be for me may not be for you. Number three for me, Randy Orton and Edge. Great that. Number two. Party. Edge. Phenomenal. AJ Styles not even invited to this conversation. Then we got my favorite match of all time for Edge, him and Mick Foley, WrestleMania 21. They thought Edge wasn't hardcore enough. They thought you got the Radar Superstar title to your name. He deserved this. He got this. I, this is when I became a true fan of Edge was in this match. Then my honorable mentions, got to be him and Cena at SummerSlam. Got to be him and Cena at um, the, their, their last man standing match. Uh, him and Eddie Guerrero on SmackDown. Him versus Christian in a ladder match. And, of course, smack them, smash them, stack them, pan them. Have you like it or don't like it. I personally love that match. One of my favorite matches of all time. So now I want to ask you guys a question, right? Because ratings is what everybody wants to talk about. Ratings this. Ratings that. First of all, let me just say this. Kids, earmuffs. Fuck you, Dave Meltzer. I'm going to say this, right? Because Dave Meltzer is a moron. Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. You guys all seen... Um, uh, Waterboy, right? He's a moron. Dave Meltzer, come in. You can block me. You can block all my other channels as well. 
I'm going to make a new one just to tell you how much you're a moron, Dave Meltzer, and everyone who drips from his vine as if it's something divine, you're a moron too. Dave Meltzer said that in the last 30 years that Raw from 93 to 23, SmackDown from 99 to 23 has had no five-star matches. He said no five-star matches. Executive Consultant's backstage now. King Vaughn's backstage. Was this not a top five match? I'm sorry. Was this not a top five match? Was this not a, a, a five-star match, as they say? Is this not a, 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 a five-star match, right? Was this not a five-star? Okay, Dave Meltzer's a fucking moron, like I said. But AEW Dynamite and has had nine of them. Right. Let me just say something for you guys right fast, because ratings do matter and they matter because ratings is how you pull. I don't know. Investors. I don't know. Ratings is how you pull in more financial money growth for your company. Um, I don't know. Ratings is how they determine what's popular versus what's not popular since the invention of television. Well, not since the invention of television, but since the, since the Nielsen system. Raw alone makes 1.97 million viewers, almost 2 million, a lot lower than what it used to be in Attitude Era, evidently. NXT, 622,000. Dynamite, 809,000. SmackDown, of course, the number one show in professional wrestling today, 2.51 million. Rampage, 450,000. Collision, 152,000. A collective AEW is getting in 1.71 viewership million. Now, I'm not going to be that wrestling fan that shits on AEW about their viewership. They're new. They're, everybody don't know their names. They know they've got CM Punk there. They know Daniel, you know, Brian Danielson's there. They know Jericho's there. Maybe if Johnny Moxley would have been able to keep Dean Ambrose, maybe that could have helped them as well. But for the most part, that's all people know about AEW. There's not too much. It's, it's a lot of unfamiliarity with AEW. WWE's known. So, but how is Raw, which, by the way, isn't always the best show, got more ratings, but people shit, the internet, more importantly, shits completely on Raw every single week. But the ratings don't lie. This is a saying I've said for years, and it can be swayed. Fans slash people lie. Stats don't. Right? Stats don't lie. Like, I'm an Eagle fan, right? Go Birds! They be like, oh, the Eagles this, the Eagles that. No, we only got one Super Bowl. We've only gone to three. We're one in, hold on, we've gone to we 80, 83. Then we lost with McNabb. Then we won. Then we lost. So we're one in three in the Super Bowl. But they will tell you the Eagles are this. Stats don't lie. They've been the best team in the AFC East for the last 25 years. The stats prove that, right? I saw a meme today. I got to say it, King Von. You already heard it. That said, Tom Brady's daughter has touched more Lombardi trophies than the Dallas Cowboys have won playoff games. But Cowboy fans will tell you, we're still, the, we're still America's team. Not by a long shot. I would give it personally to the New England Patriots, who, yet again, the league gave a championship to, which they stole the Eagles Super Bowl. With the tuck rule. I watched football my whole life. All of a sudden, the tuck rule comes and that's a fumble? 
the fuck out of here. Go figure. But ratings, they don't lie, people. Just you fans do. See the cut the comments say. It's really in Jack. It's really is Jack shaking my head. Melt the Dave Meltzer fable. Um, I don't know why people listen to his takes all the time. His he's biased towards AEW. Obviously, Jack. I just listened to an interview with him, and he was called out for never giving Kurt a five star match, giving Kenny seven star. Yeah, I saw that with uh, Van Pelt. Absolutely, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how does Kurt Angle not have? Uh, a five-star match that just makes zero sense uh that replaces somebody at 12 oh okay you got your five you put in there okay so you got uh versus take a rest from 25 that's when we both got a number one you got bad blood at 97 you got razor ladder match at 10 you got him and kurt uh we got him and kurt here you on credit 21 and then Survivor Series 92. Oh, gosh, what you did there. You switched it from the show. You know, I, I, I use I the words of a executive consultant. Actually, next year, my five might change. What did it say? Nasty work playing that clip, Knox. What are you talking about? What clip? Oh, this. the insights to do it. I love Bret Hart. I met him in person. He's the one who gave me the, the big head I got. He told me, Mike Knox, you know your shit. So anything y'all guys say to me in the chat don't really matter because, you know, he told me I knew my shit. So that's all, that's, that's all that mattered there. Um, what else we got up in here? A lot of chats coming through. Oh, you got mad at me? Michaels. Yes, The Jerk. It's a great movie. Go see it. Okay? Watch it. Should be somewhere on HBO. I mean, Max. You know Jack loves Brett. I love Brett. Brett Hart is... First of all, Jack don't love Brett more than I love Brett, okay? I have the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be tattooed on me. Now, granted, those who don't know wrestling, it's for me. But still, he spawned that. He gave me the, the energy. He gave me, shit, it's his saying. Right there. I love Bret Hart more than he do, okay? I met him, too, and he said, my hair is nice. First of all, that's a lie. I don't believe that shit at all, okay? I'm not saying you didn't meet him. I know he didn't say your hair look nice unless you ask him how my hair looks. Then he probably said that to be nice, okay? On you got his good skincare, okay? You do got that down pat, okay? But when you look at, you love Bret more. I got Bret Hart glasses. I got Bret Hart's motto tattooed on me. No, Jack, no. Especially Perk Ankles, Jesus Christ. You don't even have tattoos. Stop. All right. You don't even have tattoos, Jack. I'm not going to fight with you about my love for Bret Hart. Because listen, you know what I did today that I've never done? I put this man on the screen right here. I put him there. Now, although we know how I feel about him, right? You will never see his face on the Mike Knox network. Okay. He'll never be allowed to have his face shown. That just won't happen. Okay. But. I mean, I, I mean, for what it's worth, you can't talk history and not talk Hollywood Hogan. Um, so I knew what you meant. I knew you knew you had the glass. I knew what you meant. Um, I got Wing Eagle belt because of Bret Hart. Most people, either Bret Hart, for me, it was Macho Man. When I think about the Wing Eagle title, I think about the Macho Man, for me, um, when he has that title. Um, but overall, again, Another good show I like to think. We got Raw tonight um, going down. Jake Paul's supposed to show up. 
what's up with this hate for Jake Paul? Okay, Dirty Dom, let's change his name. Dirty Dom gets a crack at at um at Rollins again. We got uh Ricochet face off with Logan Paul, as well as Drew McIntyre joins forces with Matt Riddle against Imperium. And Cody Rhodes delivers a special message to Brock Lesnar, which we all know is gonna be um the challenge to him at SummerSlam, which I will be at. I will be in the building in Detroit. So everybody from Detroit, when you see me walk around saying you three one three. It's some ass. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the movie 8 Mile. Okay? What am I supposed to say when I'm in Detroit? Y'all don't got better pizza than Chicago. You damn sure ain't got better pizza than New York City. Your music ain't better than Chicago. And the Pistons suck. So everywhere I go, I'm going to be wearing a Bulls jersey saying, y'all 313 bitches. It's some ass. But I'm going to go to Detroit for SummerSlam, though. So <laughs> that's how much I love wrestling. I'm going to go to some of them. I can't wait. But uh, just to recap, NWO, where do you want to rate them? Greatest faction of all time. Um, where do you rate that? Uh, what are some of your guys' top five Shawn Michaels matches of all time? Comment below. Let us know. What are some of your favorite Edge matches of all time? Do ratings matter in wrestling to you? Which, I don't know why I'm going to answer that question because it doesn't matter whether they matter to you. Ratings matter. Okay. And uh, Dave Meltzer, eat a dick. And hashtag Death to Dirt Sheets, okay? Damn right about that New York pizza. Well, you're from New York, so you don't count in that opinion. I'm from Chicago. My opinion don't count either about what I think about Chicago pizza. Deep dish. New Yorkers, y'all think everything's better. Y'all think y'all food is better. You're, you think your water's better. You think your subway is better. Your subway smells like piss times 100 times 10. But your subway's better? Get out of here, New York. I love you. Just not your media about people from New York City. But um, that's everything that I really much have for today, guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Again, the NWO 27 years. Are they the greatest faction of all time? Give me your top five uh, uh, Shawn Michaels matches, your top five Edge matches. And ratings should matter because they matter to everybody who's important. Okay. Again, death to dirt sheets. What's going on, Jeffrey? He's a Jack Packer, but he's becoming a Knoxer. At the same time, listen, guys, my name is Mike Knox. I thank you. I am the million dollar host. You are the million dollar audience. Together, we tag in and out to form the million dollar connection. And do me a favor. And I mean this with all the love that I have in my heart. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me. And don't love God. That is crazy, y'all. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs> I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Plex Radio, gotta listen in. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So, what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply.